Welcome to the Final Draft Great Conversations podcast. Today on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about the Children's Book Council of Australia Awards and feature one of this year's winning writers. And I think all of us, if you grew up, went to a primary school anywhere in Australia, you'd be familiar with the Children's Book Council of Australia. Those little iconic gold and silver stickers that would pop up on books, giving you a sign that this writer had done something. Today on the show, we're featuring Andrea Rowe, who won the Early Childhood Prize. Now, the final Draft Great Conversations podcast is all about books, writing, and literary culture. My name's Andrew Popel. Every week, I broadcast Final Draft from the studios of 2SER in Sydney. Final Draft is dedicated to exploring Australian writing, from debut authors to household names. And every week, we look into the issues that drive our storytelling to help you discover more from the books you love. These are the stories that make us who we are. 2SER broadcasts from lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and I'm recording on the lands of the Darug and Gunungurra people. I want to acknowledge the traditional owners of those lands and pay my respects to their ongoing connection to their lands, acknowledging that these are unceded lands and the treaty has never been made with the First Nations of this country. Today it's all about the CBCA, Children's Book Council of Australia Awards, and Andrea Rowe is the winner for Early Childhood Book of the Year. Join me as we discover Andrea Rowe's Jetty Jumping. Andrea, Jetty Jumping, congratulations. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thanks, Andrew. It's an incredible honour. It's still one of those pinch me moments to know that you've been awarded the Early Childhood Picture Book of the Year um, amongst so many greats. And it's just absolutely going gangbusters. I want to let everyone know they need to stick around till the end of the interview, (laughs) at least, because this book sold out and we're waiting on a reprint. So that's just stunning. Uh, it's amazing. There's 21,000 copies sold in Australia and there's more print runs on the way. I know bookstores have had um, have got order lists in advance. So it's incredible to know that kids from Darwin to Dandenong are actually getting into this book and, uh, and seeing themselves in the picture book as well. Oh, we love it. We love to hear it. Now, looking at your bio, Andrea, writing has been a big part of your life since a young age. What has inspired you to turn your writing handed writing to children and just absolutely taking the world by storm? Look, I think I've always known that children's picture book picture books are my happy place. Um, I've always written for children, my own children, other friends' children. I have a lot of manuscripts that I've sort of diddled about with over the years. For me, um, uh, I think I love the place of genuinely learning about the world and exploring the world. I love the fact with children's picture books that there's a lot of dynamics happening. We've got text um, to sort of learn words and associate with then you've got this amazing visual feast to see a whole other element of a story playing out. So there's the wonderful sort of dance of a story going on there. But I think too, for me, uh, children's picture books are a wonderful way to articulate the big feelings and the big issues that we're going through. And um, sometimes even as adults, we need the children's picture books to help us distill those big complex moments and, uh, and think about them as well. So it probably comes from a place of wanting to return to me understanding the world, but also helping myself articulate and explain um, feelings and thoughts and interactions as well. Jetty jumping evokes long summers on the beach. Take us into that world. Is there a real-life inspiration for the, the long jetty and the gorgeous beach at the centre of this story? 
So everyone thinks this story is about their town, every single town that has a jetty at the end of the town, and uh, I love that they claimed that. For me, I grew up in uh, in my childhood in places like Warrnambool and Port Ferry, and then I moved to Geraldton in Western Australia, and now I live on the Mornington Peninsula where there's lots of jetties, and I holiday in the Gippsland Lakes. So I feel like it's a mashup of all of my jetty life, and uh, it's, it's also come from a place of childhood as well. I remembered having that sort of... those times of fear about the towering jetty and what lurked beneath. And I also was very aware of milestones of being old enough or brave enough or capable enough um, to sort of leap from jetties as well. And I think uh, for me, it's it's kind of, it's, it's recorded all of those memories. And the fact that every time I've stood on a jetty, I've watched people uh, go through a transition. You start at the beginning of the jetty and you, a jetty takes you way out into this horizon and I just love that idea of what's beyond that horizon that you can leap into, whether it's into the water or into life as well. And it's so beautifully brought to life through these gorgeous illustrations, including splash pages, absolutely pun intended, that are evoking summer. They're making me impatient for this warmer weather. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about your collaborator, Hannah Somerville's work in bringing your words to life. I'm absolutely blessed to have worked with Hannah. Hannah Somerville is a, an absolute talent in Australia and someone to really be watched and respected. It was her illustrations were a gift to me uh, when I first saw Hannah's work because um, really what happened was um, Hardy Grant, they contract the book first, the, the text, and then they sort of ask you to your heels while they find the best illustrator when they said it was Hannah I already had known of some of Hannah's work I was very excited and I I trusted and and felt like I was in the best of hands with Hannah's work the first time I saw the illustrations with the mock-ups I my hair stood on end I felt like someone was drawing the the dream imaginations in my head um, right down to the barnacles on the pylons and the splashes of the water and just the texture. Hannah has such an eye for um, not just the landscape but also the little stories that are playing out as well in other in other aspects um, of the narrative as well. So uh, we've never met, Hannah and I. We've met online. We chat all the time. Um, of course, now um, winning picture book of the year for early childhood has brought us even closer together and we're working on our next picture book together next Mm -hmm. coming out next year but it's it was kind of a perfect collaboration in that I trusted this wonderful creative to take this story into a place that would really make this story sing and uh uh, and Hannah just went to town and created this beautiful visually rich world too yeah it's a feast for the eyes Now, the story of jetty jumping is about overcoming fear. Mila wants to join her friends as they leap from the jetty, but she's unsure about what lies beneath the surface. And after nearly three years of COVID changing just everything about our lives, it feels like there are a lot of children who need support taking the leap in some aspect of their lives. Did you want to reach out to these kids who are feeling unsure about their challenges in the world? Definitely. And I think now more than ever, of course, we have sort of stepped back a little bit sometimes, um, you know, 
there's a lot of uncertainty that families have been exposed to. I know that it makes for a stronger person if you step towards challenges and you help yourself learn to overcome them. We talk a lot with children about resilience and overcoming fears. And certainly when I wrote Jetty Jumping, it was a place of thinking about how to help a child step towards those moments that they have a lot of doubt about Uh, and even as adults reading these sorts of messages we need to be reminded of that as well and sometimes distilling it simplifying it into a children's picture book is very helpful to start the conversations between a grown-up and and a younger reader also I've had a a lot of um, talks with people uh, about about what jetty jumping meant to them and a lot of people have um, been able to sort of put uh, young young readers have been able to put themselves in in miller's shoes and talk about other times when they've had fear Uh, and you know we're a little bit risk adverse now in society and i think it's good to remind ourselves it's okay to take healthy safe risks in our lives and push ourselves push our boundaries a little bit and step out of our comfort zones too i certainly was really mindful of writing that when i was working on this theme because children need to see these things to help them work out who they are and how they can equip themselves with tools. They need to see these things in picture books to sort of form their own picture of themselves as well. Yeah, we absolutely all need a little bit of that. And to share it with the the children in your life, the important people in your life is so wonderful. Now, no spoilers, but Mila kind of stumbles onto the solution of her problem. And I wondered if you thought that maybe we do all need to be just open to opportunities as they present, you know, rather than waiting for that perfect moment. A hundred percent. I'm one of those people that um, often says, look, just give it a go. What have you got to lose? Um, as a matter of fact, I was speaking to a bunch of high school kids the other day who are interested in being writers and talking about um, sometimes um, the opportunities sort of are right there and you until you push yourself that little bit further, you don't actually embrace, you, you might lose that opportunity. Even for me, as someone who writes children's picture books, you have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit and pitch and meet other people and talk about your work and come to radio interviews and things like that. So life is about having these opportunities. And certainly um, even in Miller's situation, she had a little bit of accidental bravery in the beginning, no spoilers there, but she did then discover some more about herself and, and her fears were really unfounded as well. So sometimes having these moments um, uh, happen to us and the last few years of the lockdown pandemic have been a case in point where we've learned more about ourselves when we've had challenges thrust upon us as well. Yeah, it's just absolutely gorgeous to be able to share this with the world. I'm speaking with Andrea Rowe, her new book, her Children's Book Council uh, Early Childhood Award winning book is Jetty Jumping. Stick around for a few extra minutes till the end of the show, though, because it's sold out and we are waiting for a new reprint. Maybe go pre-order it. Andrea, thank you so much for taking the time to celebrate your win with us today. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this great conversation with Andrea Rowe. Andrea's new book is Jetty Jumping. It is the winner of the Early Childhood Book of the Year from the Children's Book Council of Australia. Great Conversations is recorded on the lands of the Darug and Gunungara people. The show is produced and presented by Andrew Popel. Stay in touch. Get in touch. You'll find Final Draft all over the socials. Just look for at Final Draft 2SER. Subscribe wherever you're getting your podcast and get a new Great Conversation every week. My name is Andrew Popel. I'll be back next week with more great conversations from incredible Australian authors here on Final Draft. Till then, happy reading. Bye now.